Hello everyone, my name is Jill Renee Feeler and welcome to today's message. We are sharing a special June solstice message and I'm excited for whatever we do here today. So why are we sharing? What are we doing with these um, typically weekly podcasts? We are sharing a version of connecting with source energy that apparently is quite rare on the planet. At least I keep hearing that in my private sessions that um, what we are offering and what we're doing is radically different than what many have been doing in their enlightenment approach or wanting to feel knowledgeable and wise in their humanness. So that motivates me <laughs> to keep doing it. Um, I'm outcome based in what I do and what I believe and what I um, what my truths are. In other words, if the outcome is meeting what my goals are, which is for all of us to feel loved, um, seen and known by source energy and um, unconditionally loved by source energy, and that we hopefully feel more confident in our humanness and our in our human experience so that we can expand ourselves and be more curious about other ways that we can be that are better and improvements from what we had been before so it's pretty simple and yet <laughs> Anyway, I don't know why those are radical ideas, but apparently they are. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so Samson's here with me. Yes, I have the dryer going, one of you. Anyway, I, I, I don't, <laughs> so I'll just get right to the message. We can chit chat afterwards. Okay, but yes, some of you can hear the dryer. Yes, I have laundry going. It's Tuesday and I tend to do laundry on Tuesday. <laughs> anyway, you have real world happening here at the Feeler House. Okay, so let's get started. I encourage you to take a couple nice deep breaths here. And a nice belly breath here. Have your belly expand as you inhale. And again. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so staying right there, you can put a smile on your face if you choose to. I encourage you to. Oh, let's go deeper within the truth of this reality, the light of ourselves, the available love and joy and creator energy and consciousness and wisdom that's available to us right here from within our humanity. Not necessarily from me to you, but from you to you. I encourage you to let your mind relax, not in terms of not thinking, not being intelligent, but in terms of our brains are very, very um, tricky in the way that they make us think that we know everything there is to know. So let's just pretend that your team and my team and all of our teams collectively in today's message actually has something new to share with you for your betterment, for your improvement, and therefore for the improvement of humanity, for the evolution of humanity. Let's just pretend that's true, okay? So then the mind may be sitting there with its like arms crossed, like, you know, a little bit belligerent. <laughs> that's like, I don't know. I think I know everything. Yeah, that's the problem with our minds. It thinks it knows everything. And it blocks us off from enjoying more of ourselves and of others in this reality. Okay. Okay. So just say, yeah, let's pretend that you may hear something new today, something good for you today. Um, more than a nugget of um, idea and a new concept, an aha moment, etc. Okay, very good. I'm just uh, smiling here because my golden retriever Samson has decided it's time to chew on his bone. So as I said, life continues here at the feeler, <laughs> the feeler family <laughs> residence. 
Okay, alrighty. Hmm. Okay, so I'm just going deeper within because I don't prepare messages. Um, I'm not reading a script to you. That's not my process. Okay. Hmm. So I can definitely feel the Pleiadians connecting here, which Jesus slash Yeshua is a part of. Some of you may not have known that, or at least he is when I connect with him. <laughs> Okay, lots of friends here today beyond even just those two groups. Okay. Happy solstice. Happy reawakening. You, all of you as your higher selves, have set in motion a series of alignments that are very helpful for your own expansion, your own, if you will, next level best. And we're very excited about that. Jill is not an astrologer nor a numerologist. Um, she wasn't led to, and our, our um, I guess, assessment of her is she's really not interested in covering other bases that are already so beautifully covered. So her purpose and her intention is to offer another um, avenue, um, another uh, perspective, another process, another everything in order for you to connect more personally with the light of source creator God that you are. <sighs> Keeps her busy. <laughs> Keeps her busy. And she loves it. And we love you. <sighs> Far more than you can imagine, even when you're feeling like you're messing up, even when you feel like you don't deserve it, even when you feel like you don't know everything, even when you feel like you don't know anything. The love is there, available to you. And Jill was referencing the human mind. The human mind is a classic separation age tool to keep you from feeling and sensing your inherent, inherent eternal connection with source energy. So your brain can be your ally, especially when you recognize its weaknesses and its deficiencies. And those of you that get routinely um, belligerent, angry, um, aggressive, passive aggressive at others, etc., your mind is running your show and your mind is feeling threatened and triggered incessantly in your lives. And our statement to you is it doesn't have to be that way. But you won't get to the other ways you can be through your mind. You will not get through through, through knowledge. You will not get there through wisdom. You will get there through acknowledgement that your mind can only get you so far. And knowledge is not the key to source energy. So what is? Jill's smiling because she doesn't know the answer that we're going to say either. She has her ideas, but she's curious. Speaking of talking about what you, uh, your brain doesn't know. It can be many things. By realizing that your mind is not the way forward for you, that knowledge and wisdom and facts and figures and other people's beliefs that you study and um, rehearse even, if it's not that, then what is it? It can be something as simple as curiosity. It can be you know, your own curiosity about, okay, maybe you've dedicated years 
of um, passionate study towards a certain way of thinking, certain teachings, certain ideologies. And are you, are you enjoying your life more? That, that's a good goal to have with any pursuit of enlightenment or consciousness. Are you feeling better about you? Are you feeling better about the world that you live in? Not through naivete, not through burying your head in the sand, but actually through truth. Source truth, not human truth. They're not always the same thing, especially in the age that you're in right now. So your ability, your consciousness's ability to question your mind and be curious about whether it may be wrong about some things is not a threat to your identity, but your ego will tell you it is. Now we want to point out that we're defining ego as the storyteller, a neutral, uh, neutral role. It doesn't have to be bad, it doesn't have to be good. But what stories are you telling yourself? There has been a, um, <sighs> reoccurring theme since the message that we as the Pleiadians shared, we think it was two weeks ago, um, through Jill, there's been a, um, increased occurrence of comments on her YouTube channel from beings that are not typically hanging out here in this community, the circle. So somehow another another community has stumbled across our work here and some of them don't like it. And they're antagonized by the ideas that we share with you. So they've been um, sharing on Jill's YouTube wall. You won't see them because these are comments that we delete. We look at them like graffiti on our work in this reality. And we encourage Jill to make her own decisions and choices about what feels like um, well, anyway, we can talk about that later. That's an aside. But what has been cropping up is this idea that humanity is a slave race, that as humans, you are slaves. That is a very, very unfortunate truth and belief system to walk around with. Now, those that hold it will say, you can't just pick your beliefs. You can't just pick your truths. That's enslavement right there. If you said that, you are enslaving yourself. You've let somebody else's ideology become your truth without you discerning as the creator energy that you are, whether you want it to be true and whether you actually believe it's true from a level of consciousness that is beyond your mind and beyond what you've read, beyond what you've seen, beyond what you've watched in your humanness. The community that we normally have here knows that. So if you've stumbled across this from outside and you don't know who Jill is and you don't know what we are and you're immediately wanting to argue with it, then the only one who's missing out is you. Unless you like being angry unless you like having a smaller energy field that can feel enslaved, unless you like feeling unconscious relative to how you could feel. The truth is that you do pick your truths and beliefs and they highly affect your energy field. Okay. Part two, let's speak to the community that is here. <sighs> We're so proud of you. The courage it takes to think for yourself, 
the courage it takes to expand your energy field is not something to be taken lightly. Jill's waiting for the strange sing-songy alarm that goes off on her dryer when the settings are set, the volume settings are set to on. We apologize for that funny distraction. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Alrighty. Okay, so for that community and anybody that's here, we talked about curiosity as one way to more personally connect with source energy. Curiosity is one. Trust is another. Um, having, if you will, the, the right quote unquote truths and beliefs is another. And that's the one that many of you have used. And we've witnessed that and applauded that. That's definitely the one that Jill used. So what does this one look like? Because it, it's clearly been proven as successful and effective uh, for many of you. This goes something like this. Throughout your life, you had been told various truths or beliefs or ideologies, whether it's that Christ is your savior and you need to um, ask for forgiveness of him, etc. That's one, right? But there are many, many others that you had been offered in your human experience. And many of you said, I don't think that's true. You said that to yourself. Where's that voice coming from? It's not your mind. Because with all the ways that those truths are so ingrained into your current age, there's another voice, another sense of consciousness within you that said, I'm pretty sure it's not that. I'm pretty sure that's not real. That's not true. So many of you seem to have some sort of an inner guidance system that has gotten you to where you are now, which most of you, we see, um, are in a better position than you were when maybe you had been trying on these, we want to say, unique, different um, things that we disagree with in terms of truths and beliefs. You're better now for having disagreed with some of those things. You're better off now in terms of your joy, your sense of love, your sense of being loved, your sense of being loving, your sense of being wise, savvy, um, confident, hopefully, in your reality. It's good to be confident in your reality and know what's what and what, <laughs> what's not what. So this ability that you have to truly discern and pick from truths and beliefs without um, a, a, a physical or tangible assessment tool, it's some sort of assessment system that you have within yourself and it works. So when you can continue to trust that, you go deeper, deeper into a personal connection to source energy, not a connection through anyone else, not a connection through any teacher, not a connection through any um, structure outside of yourself, You connect by having agreement with truths and beliefs that give you access to your own gateway, your own portal of you as source energy to source energy, fully and completely to your humanness. 
So why doesn't that mean that your mind just immediately fills up with facts and figures and knowledge? Perhaps because it's not necessary. Perhaps because it's not about that. Perhaps because that would get in the way of your being a joyful, enlightened, light within, connected individual. What if all the knowledge you have and will have is everything you need? What if you don't need any more? Even though your mind will tell you exactly the opposite. Your mind is like a dry sponge feeling like it's going to die if it doesn't have more facts and figures, more talking points, more rebuttals for the other truths and belief systems. Our truth is that you don't need any of that. So when your mind is begging for it, come up with your own strategy. Be creative. Be curious about how you can create a system of working with your mind as it becomes antagonistic or insecure or pushy about the light that you are eternally, including now, right now, with exactly as you are exactly as you are. Your source energy didn't go anywhere when you incarnated. It's right where it belongs as an omnipresent energy. The only thing that went anywhere is the consciousness that you feel as you're human. <sighs> okay. All right, we're going to switch gears here and talk about something that's not exactly popular. Or is it? It's not something many of you think about, and it's actually something that some of you avoid thinking about. And it's your, not just your mortality, but your own process of disconnection from your human body, i.e. death. We promise that we are sharing this topic for the further enlightenment of you as your human. We're offering you an update to your ego, to your storyteller, that can help you feel perhaps more confident, more aware, more savvy about you as your human. So here we go. We know there's been um, a plethora and a growing number of um, near-death experience accounts and so forth. And we, again, are, are um, we really can't repeat that because Jill hasn't had that, at least that she knows of in her humanness. Um, it's certainly not what she bases her connection on. So we'll just let that body of work be what it is. And our intention is to add something new. Um, from our perspective as omnipresent energy connected to our source energy and with love and care and compassion uh, for your state of affairs as currently being human and sometimes feeling or maybe often feeling like you uh, don't have enough information. So this may be appealing to that dry sponge effect of your mind. Um, 
the level of the type of oh my god Jill is lightheaded that's such an odd experience to feel lightheaded when you're sitting down <clears throat> oops sorry to bump the mic okay <clears throat> all right <clears throat> Jill does not like to talk about this Perhaps because she doesn't have all the answers and you deserve answers, but we're not asking her to have the answers. We're asking her to trust what we offer. And she does. When each of you disconnect from your body, when your body stops working, the part of you that is eternal and yet still not omnipresent, there's the, she needs help with the words here. The arena of source energy that you feel you do have access to is your humanness that is eternal. That arena of energy, we're not going to call it your soulfulness because it's not as it, at its omnipresent state yet. Omnipresent meaning there's nowhere that it isn't. There's nowhere there. It's beyond the time-space continuum. It's beyond a stargate system. It's beyond a starseed affiliation. The soulfulness is all that is as your sourceness, and yet it still has a personality to it. It still has a, a unique you-ness to you-ness to it. So it's not the all that is as in the collection of everything that is the all that is and all that will be, but it's your, your source. So the version of you that is your humanness, that what do we want to call it? In one series, in the Ascension Code series, we called it your plus one or sub one. Your sub one, let's call it that. Your, your sub one is disconnecting from the physicality of you. And that part of you is often disoriented at what you call death. It can feel confused and it isn't fully reacquainted yet with the source energy that you are omnipresently. So at death, it is in a state of uh, dizziness or confusion. Now, what would be ideal is if the sort of fairy tale notion of your um, the concept of your spirit guides, your higher self meets you and says, ah, you're home. Good job. You were home on earth. You're home everywhere. And now you don't have, now you're, now you're not as uh, confined. You're not, no longer confined to your human experience as your, as your sub one. Welcome back. And then you, if you will, transition straight to your source energy. That would be great. 
At somewhere along the way, when this reality was created, allowing for a contained quarantined experience where source energy can forget that it is source energy, where you can forget that you're God. At some point along the way that this arena of physicality that mainly you call Earth as Earth dwellers, that evolves and it evolves in a state mainly of unconsciousness. So unconscious creation is mainly what you're seeing on Earth, not in terms of nature, but in terms of human creations, human thoughts, human beliefs, human constructs, human systems, right? So at some point that creation also affected, that unconscious creation also affected what is called the afterlife. Not the eternal state, the dimensional ranges that are just beyond physicality in a metaphysical construct. And there is unconscious creation there. There is manipulation there. There is control there. Why are we talking about this? Some of you are feeling nauseous. Some of you are feeling angry. Some of you want to put your fingers in your ears and say, I don't want to know anymore. And you know what? That's your prerogative. The reason we're sharing this with you is so that you can be more aware for yourself, for your sub one, so that you have an improved afterlife experience, which we care about just as much as the improvements you seek, which we support in your actual physical human experience. They all matter and they all go together and we'll see why perhaps in a moment. The misunderstanding that most commonly happens upon death is that the beings that meet you will say things like, welcome, let's see how you did and let's determine if you have to go back to earth or whether you can go straight to source energy. Let's see how you did. That entire storyline is a lie. Just like a lot of other lies that are happening on the planet right now that people are walking around with pretending their truths that are disconnecting them from their personal connection to source energy that are making them less joyful, um, less healthy, um, energetically compromised, all those things. Okay. We love you and we want you to know what's real. We love you enough to tell you the truth, even when sometimes you don't want to know it. Please stay right here with us and just listen. Be open to truth that you get to discern, that you get to decide for yourself, for your one. So what do you do? Well, now what you know, if you decide this is true for you, that that's a lie, what's happening in the afterlife, it's the same thing as if you were told a lie in your reality right now. 
when somebody tells you something like maybe you were told in church or synagogue or anywhere else, school, <clears throat> on the internet, when you were told something that didn't sound quite right, and you're like, I, I, that doesn't, that doesn't sit right with me. That doesn't sound right. That's a process of you claiming your sovereignty along with you being discerning and claiming your truth. Because experiencing your sovereignty is very much about choosing and very much about creating and very much about living your light on your terms as you see fit. You're doing beautifully, by the way. And you're letting your light into your lower chakras, which is so important. Okay, good job. It's safe there. It's safe with you. Your light is safe with you as you're human. And some of you may be feeling that for the very first time. Good job. Talk about healing. So, perhaps even by hearing this today and by being open-minded, you are helping your sub one be more connected to the truth of your eternal light so that when your body, which includes your mind, shuts down, which all of, all of your bodies will, 100% mortality rate in humanity, period. That when your body stops working, your sub one will have been so beautifully bathed in the light of source energy as much as you would allow through big, big, powerful truths just like this. That when your body stops working, your sub one wriggles out of your humanness, is less disoriented, is less confused. It almost feels like it, it got the map for how to get to school on the first day of school. And it says, hey, I remember. I remember, not from a mental way, from a consciousness way. I remember being told about this. Okay, where's the, where's the shenanigans? Bring them on. And somebody says, hi, welcome. Let's see how you did. And, if you have, and you have to go, let's see if you have to go back to earth. And you're like, oh, I was told about you. Let me give you a hug. I'm not playing that game. Thanks a lot. And you just walk right around them. They have no real force against you just like there are no real forces against you choosing your truths and beliefs. No matter how many political systems are trying to control that, they still don't. No one can control your truths and your beliefs. <sighs> Happy solstice, we'll say again. Happy reawakening. So what this allows you when you can bypass that manipulation in the afterlife, knowing that you are eternally light and that even your human experience, even the fact that you were human, no matter what did or did not happen in your humanness, I'm serious, no matter what that there's nothing that can happen in your reality ever in any lifetime that truly keeps you from the source energy that you are connected with inherently. Okay, there we go.
that knowing, that consciousness keeps you centered in your light so that you are more discerning, you are more savvy, you are more awake, you are more aware, you are more alive, even against that stormtrooper sort of energy, like the trolls on YouTube, like those that want to just see if they can get under your skin, just to, just to see what kind of negative reaction they can get out of you. And in the afterlife is ca afterlife's case, to see if it can trick you and manipulate you into reincarnating when you did not need to. Without having gone straight to your source energy for a refresh, for a sense of wholeness that you had been longing for while you were human. For the sense of oneness that you know as your, as your soulfulness you know is true in your humanness and you're like, show it to me, let me feel it. Oh, let me just enjoy this. Forever, since it's omnipresent. Sorry, I keep bumping the microphone, folks. Okay. So Jill's having a hard time describing what it's like to, to get all the way to source energy because it is so beyond the mind and because she is so joyfully and soulfully committed to her enlightenment within her human form. So we're okay with the fact that she isn't wanting to go into more detail about what it's like at the source energy and that from her humanness as Jill, she actually can't. She's okay with that. And, and we know you're, you, <clears throat> okay, let's just wiggle our bodies for a minute. Whew, wiggle your fingers, tap your shoulders. Oh, tap your face. Yes, you're still here. Okay, very good. <sighs> okay. <sighs> so, is that really all you need in order to get through the afterlife without having to um, unnecessarily reincarnate? Yeah, it is. Now, many of you will obviously, um, well, not maybe not obviously to some of you, some of you will naturally go to the question of, so does that mean that you or others are here incarnated when you didn't quote unquote have to be and when it wasn't a conscious choice of your true higher self? Are some of you incarnated because your sub one didn't know in its consciousness that it didn't have to reincarnate? that it didn't have the vibrational frequency range of itself in order to make a conscious choice that it, it didn't, there is no review. There is no actual review that would force you to reincarnate again. There is no actual karma of that variety. There is no actual spiral or stair step of human progression through a series of lifetimes or even through one lifetime that's necessary for you to pass levels to access and be and claim your sovereignty, your eternal, soulful God essence. Yes, that is true. That some of you are incarnated when you did not need to be 
and the sub one energy that you brought in with you is not straight from source energy. It's from what we call lovingly, not disparagingly, your sub one energy that was recycled when it did not need to be. And that group is inherently feeling less equipped. You can see why we wanted to talk about this today. So we know some of you, some of your minds are spinning right now and perhaps be feeling like you're spinning out of control in terms of but, 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 what about, what about, what about, what about, what about? Again, does your mind really need all the answers to those questions? We would say no. Because even if you are in an incarnation that is based on a compromised sub one recycled energy, you are still inherently source energy. You just didn't get the break in your, if you will, past life. Remember, they're all happening right next to each other because outside of your reality, time is not linear. And at the omnipresent level, there is no time. Okay, very good. So you're still source energy. Yes. You can claim your light whenever you want to. Yes. You can decide right now that you are eternally light, no matter what. No matter what happened in other lifetimes, no no matter what happened in your lifetime, no matter what happened in any afterlife experiences. Yes. Let's do it together, shall we? I am the light of source energy. Always. In all times. In all dimensional spaces. In all metaphysical dimensions and layers. I am light in all ways. And what I don't like about myself and what I may not like about others and about what I may not like about this reality is not the result of past karmic debts or obligations. It's based on the lack of consciousness that's available in my weird reality called Earth. It's based on a reality that was created by a loving God that was curious about what would happen when it forgot it was God. And it loved everything about this reality so much that there's nothing that can happen here that denies its inherent light that it is. No matter how judged, persecuted, enslaved you may feel within your human experience, that that's just your story. And it can be changed. It can be updated with the truth that you are eternally light, even in your now, even in your always, ever, forever, and always.
infinitely and eternally. Yes. So there's a natural simmering, bumpiness, awkwardness. As truths like this bump into your other truths that you're trying to reconcile, they don't go together, folks. They won't go together. Don't ask them to. All you have to do is choose. Yes, that means somebody's wrong. And yes, that means somebody's right. Sorry. We love you enough to tell you the truth. Being wrong doesn't mean that person doesn't have value. Being wrong is not the end of the world. Jill has seen herself as wrong many, many times. And her former ego, her former story, was threatened by being wrong, felt uh, diminished and persecuted and attacked when it felt like it was wrong. She's updated her story enough where now when she's realized that she's wrong, she literally smiles and laughs and says, oh, oh God. <laughs> okay, that's now, now that I see it from the expanded consciousness, from this updated truth, that's funny that I thought that that was true. I like the new truth better. I like that I have a storyteller, an ego that's not threatened by another person's ideas because it's not an attack on me personally. It's just another offer of how I can be me and how they can be them. This really is easier than we're making it in our human experience. So as Jill, I want to say, for those that are enjoying posting comments on my YouTube channel that are things like, and she's going to grab an example here, just so those of you that don't know have an idea of what it's like to be sharing truths like this that are not popular. <clears throat> Thank you, Jill. You really knows your stuff. Again, I'm reading it literally. Thank you, Jill. You really knows your stuff. Do you know how knows is spelled? N-O-S-E. So some of you may, if, especially if you're the very, very kind ones, will say, well, John McKay here on YouTube, he probably maybe just is a poor speller and he meant it as a compliment. No, he didn't. My discernment, my awareness, my consciousness tells me that it was a jab, it was a dig, and it was um, a curiosity that he had about how savvy I am when somebody says something that sounds nice, but is definitely making a reference to my quite long nose, seeing if I get the joke at my expense and seeing if I will leave it posted on my wall. John McKay, <laughs> I, as human Jill, have a lot of witty comebacks to come at you. Um, but it would be a waste of time, and I don't want to reduce my vibrational range to your level. Because all I really have for you is love and compassion that this is how you spend your time. I don't even know if you watch the video from the Palladian Council. 
I'm pretty sure you didn't hear the message, but your intention, your enjoyment, your pleasure, you and all these other little trolls that have been trolling my channel, the fact that this is how you make your life to me is sad because I know you are so much more than that. You are brother and light and you don't know that about yourself. And I wish you did. Because if you saw yourself like I see you, you'd be spending your time and your days and your life doing a lot more valuable things than that. I wish you knew yourself as well as I do. So I will delete your comments because I like myself enough. I respect myself enough. And there are layers of me that <laughs> for the present time, in order for me to share what I share, where I share it in my avenues on my channels, I'm not posting my work on other people's channels. If others want to share it, I allow embedding. They can make fun of me all that they want there. They can ridicule me all that they want there. But you see, I'm among great company because my brothers and sisters have also been persecuted in this reality. I'm protecting myself and the light that I am. And I give myself that credit enough to do that as I see fit. And so it is. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Alrighty. Okay. Those of you that are live, how are you doing? I can't wait to hear from you. Oh my gosh. I really love what we did today. Thank you to the pleading council. Thank you to Jesus and Yeshua. Oh my God. We got, we got through it. I, I had a feeling we were going to talk about the afterlife and I, um, I don't like that topic. But it is important. We talk about it in even more detail in the Ascension Code class and in the Outwitting Watiko series. The Outwitting Watiko series is off the charts amazing for any of you that do want to have a really, really solid story about what the fudge is going on in this reality and how it's so screwed up. <laughs> That's the series for you, Outwitting Watiko. Okay. All right. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Wendy, hello, sister. She said, oh my God, this was amazing. Oh, thank you for being a part of it. It is definitely my truth that every single one of us that is part of this community about uh, expanding light, uh, really honestly for enlightenment, um, not at the expense of anyone else, not at the trashing of anyone else and damaging, you know, damaging remarks about other people, just a a healthy discourse, maybe even debate about ideologies and truths and beliefs, etc. Um, we all create a message like this. So it is so cool to see that. So Wendy, thank you for being a part of it. And I'll say that to everyone else that either was live or an archive. Thank you for your contribution to this. It's really cool how this works. Hi, Sheila. She's saying doing great. Awesome. Hi, Carol. She's saying very deep message of the afterlife. Ah, oh, good. By the way, we give some really fun examples. Um, I'm a little shaky. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, 
we give some really good examples in the Ascension Code series that are very practical to this reality. So I know one um, encouragement that our teams gave us in the Ascension Code series, and again, they're all in archive, you guys. So yes, I share it um, at one point with a group, like through a telesummit or something like that. These materials are timeless. I mean, think about this message. This message is something our great-great-grandchildren could probably listen to and be like, oh my God, they were so ahead of their times. Yes, we were. <laughs> we are. <laughs> okay. Um, because sadly, on earth, um, this message will be new information thousands of years from now. <laughs> I wish that weren't true. <laughs> but I respect that that's how earth is wired. Um, and I love how we're allowing our consciousness to expand so much right now, um, despite what others may think or say or judge about us, etc. I, I, I know better. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> Suzanne is saying, trolls be gone. <laughs> yeah, I wish. They're not, though, <laughs> Suzanne. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, Brooklyn. Oh, my God, David, I love you. He's saying that. And then he's got like five asterisks and like dot, dot, dots. Okay. Hey, Heather, she's saying great message, and I'm working with you later. So, wow, this is an amazing evening. Oh, Heather, we have a session today. Terrific. Okay. Oh, I love you guys. I don't know if I'll get to all of these here. Let's see. Adriana has a question. Let's see. Wow, so many layers. Lovely question. How does law of attraction fit into this new info structure? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, your team is actually encouraging you, Adriana, to almost like play with that yourself. So I'm not a student of any other teachings, you guys. So I, I, I as human Jill, can't answer that. And I, as human Jill, have not have not elected and I don't see myself becoming a student of other teachings so that I can answer a question like that for you, Adriana. Um, I'm sensing a lot though, and I'm getting some ringing in my ears. That's fun. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, we are really encouraging you to, you know, there is going to be a jumble of ideas and truths after a message like this. And I would actually say after all the messages that we share, there's a bit of an incongruence that happens in our field and our mind can feel like it's twisted in a pretzel about, well, if this, then what about this? And they don't go together, right? That's, that's actually a sign of progress when an old ideology, which you're deciding is old, right? Doesn't fit with the new ideology. For me as human Jill, I just let the old one drop. Um, I used to believe, you guys, I literally, this is so fun to talk about. I used to believe that we are here all to awaken, that every single person on earth is incarnated to remember that they're the light of God. And literally it was another, it was another client, this Maria. Oh, Maria. Oh, I love you, sister. If you're listening today, I, I, I hope, I hope you've heard me before say thank you. And I'm going to say thank you again. There are times Occasionally, when someone gets a session, they don't want a session. They want to connect with me soul to soul and say, hey, how you doing? That's, it's so fascinating when that, it's only happened a handful of times. And somebody says, I actually don't have any questions. I just wanted to, you to know that I'm here on the planet too. And I see you. I know we know each other at a higher self level and you're doing a great job. It's such a gift. And with Maria's session, this was, I don't even remember how many years ago it was, but it was just exactly at the right time. 
And I said something and she said, well, I don't believe that. And I was like, what? I think I probably still have the session recording. I'll ask her if I have permission, if I have her permission to send it, to share it since I've gotten more um, clear about my desire to uh, ask you guys if you want your so-called private sessions shared publicly. And so many of you are saying yes recently. I don't have a great process for sharing those yet, um, but I have my list of folks that want to share it. And I'm so excited to, to go through my steps as Jill, since I'm too cheap to pay for an assistant um, and get those, on the, get those on the website. So anyway, stay tuned for that. I've already shared a couple though, or three. Anyway, um, she said, well, I don't actually believe that we're all here to awaken. And I don't believe that anyone has to awaken. I think that's what she said. Anyway, those may have been some of the concepts that my team added on later on, added, added later on, but she just cracked, <laughs> she just cracked my whole worldview open and it was in a private session. So that's the funny thing. And I was, the, <laughs> she was the client, right? See, we really are fellow masters, right? And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, well, I just, I don't, I just believe that you can reach your always source energy, no matter, no matter what life you're in or, or not in, um, no matter what round this is for you, et cetera, that you're always source energy. And I, it took me a couple days to unpack that idea. And the more I thought about it, the more I loved it. And my team was so quiet. My team was just amazingly just like crickets, just like, let's let this bone broth <laughs> simmer there. Uh, yeah, it was just, or vegetable broth, if that's your fancy. Okay. Anyway, it was just like, oh my God, this, and it was, it was rocking my world. And I was like, what if, and I was curious, what if she's right? What if that's true? My light has expanded so much based on a fellow sister. We're all masters here. We don't look like it in this reality. We don't have to look like it in this reality. Thank God, literally thank God. And when she said that, and I considered it for myself, and I thought, well, that would be pretty, pretty cool if that were true. And then I decided to play with it as my truth. And I let the love of God into my life in a way that I wasn't with my now old beliefs and, and truths. I love you more. I love me more with this idea to me, the truth that all of that, all of that. Now I call it nonsense that you're here to reconnect with God. This would not be where you come to reconnect with God. This is where you come to disconnect from God. So then why do we want to connect? We're weird. <laughs> we're, we, we're very unique. We stand out. We get here and we, tend to have meandering paths and different ways of doing it. But quite often we're like, well, I don't think that religion is even getting us to God. I think it's actually separating us from God. Ding, ding, ding. Right. I didn't have those, you know, existential questions. I wasn't on a spiritual quest, me coming into to my connection. So obviously that's not the only way to connect with God because it's not how I connected with God through a spiritual quest. Yeah. But anyway, so there's an, I, there's one example, Adriana, I'm going to cough here. Hang on. Let me mute this for you guys. <coughs> okay. And I know we're wrapping up here and I haven't gotten to all these great questions and comments, but, um, anyway, so that's a, a very pivotal example for me 
of somebody just saying something and it, it couldn't go with my other view and no one could no one could obviously really explain it so adriana i would encourage you to play with it within yourself right so i love it that you're asking me and your team how does this love how does law of attraction fit into this new infrastructure i don't know adriana how do you feel it does how do you want it to or are there some outdated notions that to you no longer apply or that you want to be curious about them no longer applying? What do you want this to mean for you? Because sometimes with questions like that, that we ask another person, we're kind of saying, I want you to figure this out for me. Tell me what to do. And energetically, what we're saying is I'm not equipped enough to figure this out. Now, sometimes we do that, and I'm not saying this about you, Adriana, so just in general, sometimes if we're in the habit of doing that, we're in a, a perpetual loop of not trusting ourselves. We want, we're treating somebody else as the master, but not ourselves. Um, we feel poorly equipped. We may be from that recycled energy pool where we feel literally compromised in our energy field. So the best way to get back into that source energy field, the best way that I know of for me um, that has worked, obviously, uh, well, for you get to decide, but to me, it's obvious. To me, it's obvious. Um, the best way to do this that I know, and that I want you to at least be, be uh, curious about, is what if you are eternally light even now? What does that mean to you? And what truths and beliefs support that idea? And what truths and beliefs contradict that idea? Because there are, if there are truths and beliefs that contradict the idea that you are eternally light, then those truths and beliefs are separating you from the light of God that you are while you are human. So if you ask me what to do with that, I would say throw them in the dumpster. Why would you want to walk around with a truth and belief that separates you from the light of God that you are? And I'm asking you even logically and rationally, why would you do that? Because somebody you like told you that? Because you read it in a book? Because you saw it on the internet? Because it's just too uncomfortable to consider that you may have been wrong? Your source energy loves you no matter what which means that you could love yourself no matter what, which means that even if your current version of your ego is so easily uh, uh, threatened or <clears throat> feelings hurt, feeling insecure, feeling shattered and overwhelmed and depressed, that no matter what, you are eternally light. And sorting through those truths and beliefs that get in the way of that truth Sorting through them is a very good idea. And then when you see one, it's almost like you're, you're grabbing like a thief by the collar that's in your house that you feel like a little thief. Let's say a three-year-old came in to rob you and you're like, you little punk, what are you doing? Maybe, if, maybe a seven-year-old. <laughs> Three-year-old says that inherent innocence still. Seven-year-old trying to you know, take your phone, like pickpocket you at the Eiffel Tower or something like that. You're like, you little punk, I love you, but give, my, give me my fudge and phone back. That's not yours right? That you can look at a truth or belief system that's still kind of wafting around in your fields, maybe lurking in the corners, and then it pops up and you're like, you, 
You're at odds with my light. I don't like you anymore. You're out. I have the authority over my field to declare my truths and beliefs, and you are out of alignment. You're out of order. Boom, 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 like a judge. Be the judge. Be judgy. Be judgmental. <laughs> yep, I just said that, and I meant what I said. Okay, I love you guys so much. I didn't get through all these awesome chat, but I love you guys. They seem very complimentary. I don't see any trolls here. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let me clear my throat again, and then I'll say goodbye. <coughs> oh, okay. All right, I do want to play a little music because there's a song that came up. Um, I don't know if I'll sing. My sister Layla, who knows way more about <laughs> vocal training and voices uh, than I do, she told me I shouldn't sing when my vocal cords are strained. And I think she's right, but I do want to sing this song. So maybe I'll sing it extra not well. <laughs> but it came up in a private session yesterday with a very special sister. Um, and it's Nicole Nordeman, not the client, the song. The song is by Nicole Nordeman and it's called Legacy. And I loved it. Loved it in my, um, in my uh, days of feeling... Uh, in my days of walking around with truths of the standard uh, conventional Christianity, um, do I can still consider myself a Christian? If you mean a lover of Christ and Jesus as a human and as his higher self, as the Holy Spirit, yeah, I'm definitely a Christian, 100%. If you're asking me if I believe that Jesus is the Lord and Savior in a different way than that I am the light. If you're asking if he's the father versus a brother, if you're asking me if he died for our sins, then no, I'm not that kind of Christian. I'm the real kind of Christian. Okay. Anyway, this song I love then and I love now. And here we go. So I'm going to turn on the sound, and then we'll say goodbye. Oh, should I do announcements first? Uh, I'll put little things in the video, but I have London, um, London event coming up for, da, 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 let's see, let's see, July 8th. 8th of July, Sunday, 8th of July, London. Um, and I can't wait to share it with you in person. I love what comes through when we do live events. And I can't wait. I just love meeting you guys in person. And we will record that. So um, you can purchase. This is going to be the same price for in-person versus non-in-person for the archive. Um, so go ahead and purchase that. And I'll send you the recording when you purchase. And those that are in person, you guys, you guys will get the recording too. Um, July 17th, I will be on Beyond the Ordinary with John Burgos, and I can't wait for that. I love the conversations that we have together, he and I plus you. And what else is going on? Um, we have the France trip. I still have, I think, three spots. September 29th through October 6th, we have the Platinum Age Retreat in Zion. That one is full. October 24th through October 27th, we have Egypt. Uh, I don't have the details yet, I'm sorry, but if you're interested, you can pencil in the dates um, of January 16th through Sunday, January 27th. That will be Egypt plus Jordan. Um, the last trip was, I think, if you're curious about price, I think it was 5555 for 
a shared room. I think that's right. Um, anyway, it's in that ballpark of price because it's the same number of days. And all of my trips tend to be about the same in terms of a per night cost. So, all right. I think that's it in terms of announcements. Okay, very good. Let's do the song. Hopefully there's no ad. Don't mind if you've got something nice to say about me. I enjoy an accolade like the rest. You can hang my picture, hang it in a gallery of all the who's who's and so-and-so's used to be the best at such and such. It wouldn't matter much. <sighs> Might feel so right to see your name in lights. We all need an attaboy, at a girl. In the end, I'd like to hang my hat on more besides the temporary trappings of this world. I wanna leave a legacy. How will they remember me? Did I choose to love? Did I point to you? But to make a mark on things, want to leave an offering. A child of mercy and grace. Who blessed your name unapologetically? Well, that kind of legacy. Don't have to look too far or too long to make a lengthy list of all that I enjoy. Humiliating trinket and a treasure pile Moth and rust, thieves and such Will soon enough destroy Want to leave a legacy? How will they remember me? Did I choose to love? Did I point to you enough To make a mark on things? Want to leave an offering? Child of mercy and grace Who blessed your name Unapologetically Leave that kind of legacy <coughs> Traveled not well read Not well to do her well bred I just want to hear instead Well done, good and faithful one Yeah hey. I want to leave a legacy How will they remember me? Did I choose to love? Did I point to you enough to make a mark on things? They want to leave an offering. Child of mercy and grace, who blessed your name unapologetically? Leave that kind of legacy.
I don't mind if you've got something nice to say about me. Oh, it's so cool. Oh my God, I just love that song. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that, you guys. Um, you know, we will always be criticized. I hate to be criticized. There's layers of Little Jill that just have a really... I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get great at that. I am so... I've gotten so much better for myself at not letting someone's criticism of my ideas um, bother me. Um, I'm not threatened by that because that doesn't mean that, that I'm wrong or that I'm bad or that, that I don't matter. But it's hard to be misunderstood. And we are so often misunderstood. And I have a harder time when I'm misunderstood by those of us in our community. And that's, a, I, I think, a weakness on my part, that I, that I feel this need to be understood. But I, I, I could rationalize it all day long. And I don't, I don't think it's wrong to want to rationalize it. I think it helps us understand ourselves better. It's not easy, you guys. It, I'm not asking for sympathy, but it is not easy to be a spokesperson for ideas that are not either not known here or at least not well known here that are often misunderstood that are also often mischaracterized it it is not easy and at times to me as Jill it feels absolutely exhausting because it's I just the reason I want to be understood is because I am very passionate about your feeling connected and loved to the light of source energy that you are and that you do so in a way that's personal and inherent and from the inside out, not from the outside in. There are a lot of problems with outside in enlightenment. Okay, thinking, in other words, that the light of God is outside of you and that you need to bring it into you versus recognizing that it is always if you will, inside of you. It's, it's in the omnipresent. And that you bring it into being from the inside out, into your humanness, from levels and realms that are not this reality, that are outside of reality, outside of time-space, okay? I do everything pretty much that I can think of um, to assist you and support you in that. And when that is... Um, misunderstood. Or I am judged for it by folks outside of the community. It actually bothers me as us. I just hit delete. But when sisters and brothers inside our community are um, disparaging of me, I, I, yeah, I actually want to go here. I actually had um, um, who, someone who I considered um, a close ally in light. And she literally has like met with people that I know um, for the purpose of almost like peeling them away from like an, a sense of affiliation or um, complementary energy and i.e. friendship, alliance, if you will, um, with me, trying to like get them to see me in a negative light, etc. And number one, it pissed, totally pisses me off. Um, number two, it's weird. Um, and <laughs> Jesus just said, we're talking about Judas. And I'm like, no, we're talking about blank and I won't say her name. <laughs> and he's like, it sucks, Jill, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, now, anyway, it's, it's all good. I'm, I'm good. I know, I know we can all be good. And yet this is not ideal. <laughs> like the circumstances here are not ideal and they don't get ideal just because you're knowing that you are eternally light. It's still weird here and it can, it gets even weirder sometimes. Um, 
so where you guys support me, I'm not asking you to support me falsely or inauthentically, but where you authentically get me and understand me and you're like, Jill, I, you know, I've got your back. I just, <laughs> I wish I didn't need that. <laughs> I wish I didn't want that, but I appreciate it so much. <laughs> I really do. And I know there's one of you probably listening today, one of my sisters that looks at it like ask a thing, like those, like those on social media that are, are so supportive and, and so helpful to me and um, so encouraging. She thinks of it like they're kissing my ass and I'm like, I don't think they're kissing my ass at all. I think they're saying thank you. And I, thank you. <laughs> um, I feel your support and it, it helps me keep going. If I was just talking to myself and I was only getting ridiculed, I, I would probably still be doing what I'm doing, but it would be a lot less fun. So having the support that I do have means so much to me and thank you. And I don't want that to be hollow. I don't want that to be, uh, because you think I need it. I want it to be because it's sincere and it's authentic and that you are supported by what I'm doing. Therefore, you support me personally as Jill where you feel led to. So whatever that means to you, right? Not everybody is signing up for my classes to support me or booking sessions to support me or, I mean, I wouldn't want you to do those things to support me anyway. I would want those, I would want you to do those things for you, right? Um, But there are so many ways that we support each other by seeing each other, by saying, thank you, I see you. Um, by showing our love for each other, whatever. So if you sign up for something or, or pay for something, I want it to be because you think it'll help you, right? Yeah, that, that's why I buy things. <laughs> okay, all right. I, or because I like it. Yeah, there's no purpose in one of my... Anyway, there's no purpose in the car I love to drive. Um, well, yeah, there is transportation, but I don't, I, don't, I don't need that car, but I love my car. <laughs> okay, all right. That's it for now. We've gone over. I love you guys so much. Um, And now I get to rest my voice before my sessions this afternoon. I love you guys so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for sharing, by the way. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. I appreciate that. Those um, metrics matter in the the world of the internet and in helping a message get to the light and um, from outside the corners and into mainstream. So anyway, thank you. I love you. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye, you guys.